Hey there, I'm Rianne Mullins, and I'm the host of the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. 15 years ago, I lost 65 pounds by revamping my lifestyle in a very realistic and totally manageable way. Now I teach other women how to ditch the yo-yo dieting cycle and start living a balanced, fit, and happy life through real food, effective exercise, and a powerful mindset. Each week, I'll be popping into your ears to teach you how you too can live a balanced and fit life free from unrealistic diets and crazy expectations. Let's go. everybody. Welcome back to the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. I'm your host, Ray Ann Mullins, and I am so excited that you are here. So um, I'm just jumping in today. And today I want to discuss weight loss. Woohoo. But before, before I do that, I have to tell you something. I have to tell you that the term weight loss is really starting to feel boring to me. It seems like that is all anybody ever talks about or anything, you know, the only thing people want to do, like you hear everywhere you go. I mean, if you just sit somewhere like Starbucks or the grocery store or the gym, of course, but, and, or just really anywhere, if you just sit and listen to people's conversations around you, I bet you, you will hear somebody talking about their weight or what they ate or what they exercised is like, it's like the whole world is obsessed <laughs> or, or maybe it's just because I notice because it's the world I live in. I'm, I'm not sure, but either way, you know, I'm, I'm feeling a little bored of just only helping people lose weight. And I know you might be thinking, oh, Ran, <laughs> that's kind of bad that you're bored of weight loss since that's your job to help people get fit and lose weight. So if that is indeed what you're thinking, I want to say to you that, yes, I do help people live a healthier and more balanced lifestyle that may lead to weight loss. But where I am actually most helpful to people is helping them balance their metabolism so that they can live a happier and more fulfilled life. That is totally different than being just a weight loss coach. I also want to tell you why I'm a little bored with the weight loss topic. First, it's because I'm sad to see so many people put their worth and value on a number on a scale. Second, it's just because there's so much more to the world of health than just the number on the scale. And third, I'm sad for those that can't seem to understand that there's a better way to feel better physically and mentally. So I still love, love, love to help people with their goal to lose weight. I just also want to make sure these people understand life won't begin, right? Their happiness won't begin once they lose weight, okay? It's happening now. Your life is happening now. Now is the time to be happy. Now is the time to be fulfilled. And I think it's sad when people miss out while they're waiting for this magical weight loss, this magical life to begin when they hit a certain number. That is what I mean by I feel tired. I feel maybe bored isn't the right word, but I feel tired. I feel um, frustrated for people that they're putting their weight before their life. So my mom was a prime example. Poor woman. Here I go again talking about my mother. She missed out on so many opportunities just because she was too scared or she was too worried about how she looked. 
She told me once that she was too fat to go on a walk. And, you know, I'm sitting there thinking like, what? So I was like, what do you mean you're too fat to go on a walk? And she said, Rand, people might, you know, see me and think, oh, look at that fat lady. And then she said, nobody wants to see a fat lady walking by their house. And I was like, what? Like, what? I I think it's so sad. So, so this woman, my mother, who really desperately wanted to lose weight, wouldn't go for a walk for the fear that somebody would see her. So instead of getting up and moving her body some, she chose to stay hidden away from the world so that nobody would think she was fat. So what did she do then to try to lose weight? Right? Well, she did what many people do. Many, many people. She restricted her food. Okay. Many people do this. They think if they limit their food to very low portions, right, that they, you know, hopefully will reduce their calories in such a way that they will magically shrink their body. So now before I go on, I will say that we all have bad days, right? We all have days where we don't feel our best. We all have days where we feel, I'm going to say the word fat. We all have days, you know, those kind of days. And that's fine. Like we do, right? We have days where we feel pudgy or just unattractive. and That's just normal. Okay. That's not what I'm talking about today. I'm talking about people who truly just don't feel like they even have a good life because of their weight. Okay. So we are humans and we aren't always going to look our best. And it all depends. It all depends on what we're eating, how we sleep, you know, maybe you have allergies that make you feel puffy. Um, You know, how are you feeling mentally? How are we feeling? Are we hydrated or not? Um, Are we on our cycle or not? And, And there's so many other factors coming at us all the time. So the other night I was teaching a cycle class and I just got to tell you, I felt so just blah. I drank probably too quickly to be you know, honest. I think I gulped down a protein shake on the way. And sometimes when you do that, it just literally sits in your stomach. And I, I felt like I had gained like 10 inches around my waist. You know, I was feeling so bloated and my pants, you know, like when you have pants that like, if they're too low, you feel like, like (laughs) you have like a muffin top maybe, but if they're too high, then you feel like stuff like falls over the top. So it was like so frustrating because I just felt like my pants were sitting in the wrong place. And I I don't know, I just felt really self-conscious and it actually affected the way I was teaching the class. Like I wasn't as peppy and I felt sluggish and I just felt gross. And I actually caught myself thinking, God, nobody wants to see a fat cycle instructor. And the second that I like that that thought hit my mind, I immediately thought of my mother saying that. And I mentally bitch slapped myself and said, stop it. And I did, right? Because I knew that it was ridiculous to think that way. Like, fortunately, I have had a lot of practice redirecting my thoughts and it worked. I felt better. I got over it. And Honestly, I just couldn't wait to get home to take off those stupid pants and put on some pants that were like loose and let my bloated stomach hang out. But anyway, so my point in telling you that is we're all going to have bad days. We're all going to have days where we don't feel our best. We're going to feel bloated and yucky. But it didn't like stop me. It could have because I had a moment there. I had just a moment where I was feeling gross and then 
I realized that it was just a moment in time. Like it wasn't defining who I was. Probably nobody else noticed. And if they did, I'm sure they didn't like hate me for it. Right. So anyway, back to what most people do. Okay. When they decide they're ready to lose weight, I just want to go through for a second what the diet cycle looks like, because I'm always talking, you know, I post on Facebook and Instagram and I'm in my emails. I'm always talking about like, if you're ready to stop the diet cycle. And so just in case you don't know what I mean by that, let's go through it. So let's say that this person, a person, just this random person, this made up person feels fat or feel like maybe their doctor says something or somebody mentions to them something about looking like they've gained weight or maybe they were at the dressing room and they saw themselves in the mirror and were like, oh, so some reason this person gets motivated, whether it's a negative motivation or a positive motivation, doesn't matter. They're motivated to start working towards weight loss. Okay. This is the beginning of the cycle. So whatever the reason, they're ready to start. So the person starts their said weight loss plan. Okay. Either it's an actual diet that they found online or they've like joined or, or maybe they just are going to start eating better or in most cases they're going to start eating less. Okay. Okay. So the person is motivated and then they start eating less and they're actually kind of excited, right? When you start a new plan, it's kind of exciting. You're like, this time it's going to work. No, seriously, this time I'm going to do it. I'm going to do this this time. This is going to be the last time I'm going to stick with it. <laughs> Have you ever done that? You're like, oh, this is the time. This is this is it. I can feel it. This is going to be the best diet I've ever done. Okay. So, so usually people start out pretty motivated and excited. And at this point, you know, a lot of people start exercising too. Not everybody, but I'm just going to go with the typical like diet cycle system here. So the person starts eating less and they start, they either join a gym or they start walking more or they're doing exercises at home, but whatever the case, they start exercising too. Okay. So the person is now restricting food. Okay. Eating less and adding in exercise. And so this, you know, they start feeling motivated and after a week or so, they actually start to like see some results. You know, they may be down a couple pounds. They feel pretty good. Well, after a week or so, and sometimes it's longer, maybe it's a month. Okay. The person probably is going to hit a plateau. So they think, okay, well, where can I cut back more? Like, how can I burn more calories to get the weight moving again? Okay. So in their mind, they're like, what am I doing wrong? I need to eat less. I need to eat less. Like I have to cut more. Okay. Meanwhile, though, they're starting to feel grumpy. They're starting to snap at their husband and kids. Sleep is starting to be interrupted. They're starting to crave, you know, chocolate all afternoon or maybe more coffee or junky foods. Um, they're starting to get hungry more often. Okay. That's leading to the grumpiness. And they're kind of sick of cucumbers for their afternoon snack. Okay. So now, meanwhile, they're cutting more calories and, and, or exercising more, but nothing changes. Okay. They're frustrated with their efforts. So you know what they do? They say F it. They go back to old habits, start to eat a little bit more, start drinking alcohol, start skipping the gym and just fall back into this couch potato person because they're, they're not motivated anymore because they are no longer seeing the result that they want. Okay. So they go from the dieter mentality back to the couch potato. 
So this may be a few weeks here before they realize, oh, crap, I really do need to get back to losing weight again before summer. So guess what they do? (laughs) They start over next Monday. And guess what happens? The cycle continues over and over and over and over again. And this can go on forever. I have friends and past clients that have been on this diet cycle for as long as I've known them. I love them. But I feel like every time I see some of these friends, it's like, oh, yeah, we're starting this new plan this week. Oh, I'm going to start over on Monday. Oh, we're going to do this. You know, um, just like my mother, she was in this cycle for as long as I can remember. I mean, I remember being like eight years old and my mom talking about losing weight all the way until literally like the week before she died. It was always, always, always about, oh, I'm going to start a diet. Oh, I'm going to do this. Oh, I need to lose weight. Oh, I need to lose weight right? I'm constantly starting and stopping, starting and stopping, starting and stopping. You know, and I even did this. I too went through this cycle over and over until I finally decided to stop it. Fortunately, I was very motivated to learn about metabolism and how to eat in moderation. And not everybody loves to do the research and learn, but I do. And I decided, you know, there had to be a better way. And that is when everything changed for me. But it wasn't easy at first. You know, at first, I had to do a lot of changing my thinking, a lot of re like wiring my own brain because we get stuck in this diet cycle and we don't know how to get out. So you see, it's this seesaw between being a hardcore dieter to being a total couch potato that is exactly the problem. It's creating an inflexible metabolism and is the reason why people have a hard time losing weight and keeping it off for good. Okay, it's the extreme back and forth. That's the problem. So what if, just what if you didn't restrict yourself? What if instead of restricting, you nourished yourself? What if instead of telling yourself you're a fat ass that needs to starve yourself, you instead decided to treat your body with respect and feed your body appropriately? I mean, think about it. It's not your thighs fault. Okay. Poor thighs. They work so hard for us every day. And all we want to do is starve them and call them ugly. (laughs) That's like totally not fair to your poor thighs, right? So it's this constant restriction and dieting that creates damage in your body and in your metabolism. So I do need to point out though, that yes, in order to lose weight and or fat, You do need to do something, right? You need to have a caloric deficit. You do need to burn more than you bring in, okay? That's how we lose weight. But most people think in extremes. They think, well, okay, I need to to burn more than I bring in. So I'm going to cut calories by 1,000 and I'm going to burn 1,000 calories every day. So 2,000 calories a day is going to make me lose uh, fat and weight super fast. Okay, but we're not calculators. Our metabolisms are are not calculators. It just doesn't work that way. Okay, because your body and your metabolism are super smart and will catch on when you do this, especially for too long and too many times. Also, I just want to ask you this. If it's true that restricting calories and exercising hard daily works, then why do people stop? right? Like if it works, then why do you have to keep starting over? It obviously doesn't work. You know what I'm saying? Okay. If something's not working, then it's time to change the plan. 
The reason most people don't want to do this weight loss thing differently is because we're all super impatient and don't want to take the time to first repair our damaged metabolism. Before you can really have successful, lasting weight loss, you need to get your hormones in balance. And honestly, this doesn't have to take as long as people think, but most people are just scared to even start and to try a different approach. People are scared because we've been hearing our whole life to just eat less and exercise more. I mean, go to your doctor and they'll tell you, yeah, you need to lose 20 pounds. And then you say, well, how do I do that? And they'll say, eat less and exercise more. I mean, it's, it's like everywhere you go, the doctor says it, you hear it on TV, your friends say it, magazines say it, the YouTuber you like says it. I mean, it's no wonder we're all afraid to eat and try something different. So you may be wondering what the approach is that I'm talking about. Well, I'm a huge believer in fueling your body, okay, fueling, nourishing your body and making sure that you're eating enough to support your daily functions. If you eat too little, you may not be properly fueling your brain and organs to function. And I don't know about you, but I want my organs and my brain to be working at top capacity most of the time so that I can be an effective human being and, oh, you know, the, the little thing, you know, stay alive. I would like to stay alive. Also, many people want to lose weight so that they can see their toned muscles, okay? I have people all the time come to me and say, I need to lose weight so I can see my muscles. And I'm like, okay, well, I have to also tell you that if you don't feed your muscles, they will not look toned. They, they just won't, okay? You can't lose weight by going really, really low calorie and then expect your muscles to be all perky, okay? You have to fuel your body. You have to fuel your muscles. So something funny, um, I recently, just in the last uh, about four months, realized that I was under eating and I feel like such an idiot because here I talk all the time about make sure you're eating enough, make sure you're eating enough, but I wasn't. I was eating what I thought was enough based on my hunger signals and my cravings and my energy and my sleep, and it all felt really good. Um, I was feeling good, but but you can feel good, but if you're not seeing the shape or the result for your body that you want, then it's time to like, you know, check it out, see what's going on. So here's the deal. Like, like I said, I was feeling good. Um, I think I was eating really healthy and doing well, but I mean, this is kind of personal, but I'm going to tell you anyway, my booty was getting flatter, like a weird shape. And my arms were starting to feel like really saggy. And at first I was like, oh man, it's because I turned 46. Everything's going downhill. Like this is just the way it goes. But then I was like, you know what? let me just, let me just take a little time to like, look and see what I'm doing. So I did, I took my own advice and I started to, um, really assess and track for a short time that my food intake and compared to what I was doing exercise wise. And, you know, I found that maybe I needed to eat more food. So I slowly started to increase my intake. And was this a little scary for me? Yes. Because I'm just like everybody else. Like, even though I know the science and I understand it, and even though I knew in my brain that everything would be okay, I was still a little scared to add more food. 
I was scared because we live in this world of dieting, right? Everybody wants to get skinny. Everybody, you know, we're seeing all these unrealistic bodies all over social media, all these um, filters and and just people who have amazing bodies. And of course, those are the people we're going to see all over social media when really there's probably a lot more people that don't look like that. But anyway, I too felt a little nervous about this. Okay. Then I just got to be honest with you too, like throw on top of all of this, you know, I'm a coach in the fitness and nutrition world and that feels like a lot of pressure. So yes, I was a little scared to add food because what if I gained a lot of weight? What if people think I don't know what I'm talking about? You know, it's kind of scary. However, I knew that worst case scenario, I could always cut back. I could always go back to what I was already doing. Okay. That's what I always tell myself and tell my clients. It's like, let's try this for a little while. If if you're really that scared about it, if you're really that worried, you can always fall back to what you're doing before. So with that in mind, I went ahead and started increasing my food intake. So I spend a lot of time focusing on a lot of protein, low fat proteins, high quality carbs. Okay. I'm not scared of carbs, never have been, but when I started upping them, I was a little nervous, but I'm happy to report that I'm eating between 200 and 250 grams of carbs a day. And those of you that are scared of carbs are probably gasping because you would have never eat 200 to 250 grams of carbs a day, right? Am I right? Well, guess what? I'm eating that many carbs. I've upped my protein. I've upped my carbs. Um, and I've lost three pounds. And, and my muscles in both my arms and my booty are starting to come back and feel a little more filled out. So I'm thrilled. And you know what's so cool? I have so much freaking energy and I'm sleeping better. I didn't even realize I wasn't sleeping that great. Like truly, I was just used to where I was at that I thought it was good. But by changing what I'm doing, I'm actually thriving even more. And I just want to encourage you to not be scared to just try something. Okay. But I got to tell you the first week that I added more food, I did gain a little bit of weight. Okay. Now, had I just looked at the scale and let myself fall back into the dieter mentality, I would have gone back to the lower calories and less food. Okay. But I didn't because I knew that my body had to adjust. I knew in my brain, I knew from the science that I had to just wait and adjust, okay? So I knew that it would take a few weeks to balance out. I needed to balance the metabolism, balance my hormones and adjust. And I did. I held strong and committed to doing it. And now here I am three pounds down with a little more muscle definition. Now you might be at home listening to this thinking, oh, whoop-de-doo, you lost three pounds. Like that's nothing. But, but here's a difference. I'm eating more. I have more energy. I feel amazing in my workouts and I can see a difference in my muscles. So wouldn't you rather be down only three pounds with better definition? Wouldn't you rather that than be up three pounds and no definition? Yeah. Or to not change at all. Okay. And wouldn't you rather feel stronger and leaner and full of energy? I hope so. I hope that that you would rather have that than to just be skinny and small. Okay. So I know that I've talked about it a lot before, but when you only look at the scale, you're missing a lot of the story. 
I'm a big believer in taking measurements or finding other ways to measure your body. But I got to tell you, so I, um, I used to tell women to like find their favorite genes, you know, and use those as a measurement. But here's the deal. If you want to get defined muscles from your workouts, then you may not want to use your jeans as a measure because the thighs, your pants might actually get tight in the thighs. So here's the deal. Like as you gain muscle and even though you'll appear leaner and more toned, your pants might get a little tight in the legs, but maybe not the waist. Okay. So I am a huge fan of using just a measure tape, take your measurements every other week or every month, something so that you can see your circumference. Like how are you changing? How are you shifting instead of just looking at the scale and instead of using like one pair of jeans? Okay. So there's this really sweet lady that has been taking my cycle class for about a year and a half. And one day she came up to me before class and she's like, Hey, Ryan, come here. She's like, um, do you think cycles making my thighs bigger? She was like, I put on my jeans the other day and they were very snug in my thighs. But the weird thing is I haven't gained any weight, so I don't understand. I'm wondering if it's muscle. And so, yes, this can happen. And I said to her, well, I would much rather have your lean, strong thighs than little skinny thighs. And she laughed and she said, yeah, you're right. I feel strong. So I just encouraged her to keep riding and keep building that lean and attractive muscle. So what I'm trying to say today is that if you just keep going from one extreme to the other, restricting for a week and then binging for a week or starting one diet only to start another, then maybe it's just time to stop the nonsense and try to look at it in a different way. Once you get your metabolism balanced, you'll be surprised at how easy the lifestyle can be. More food equals better workouts. Better workouts equal better moods, better sleep, right? More food means all of these great things, okay? Energy, energy, energy. That is what food is. That's what calories are. They're energy. If you're restricting your body from energy, don't expect to feel amazing, right? If you don't eat, you're not fueling your body, you're going to feel tired. Okay. And it's going to be hard to get results because you're just going to fall back into the dieting cycle. So I know that many of you listening now might be afraid to try eating more. And like I said, I do understand. Okay. And I will warn you that you can't just eat more and not move your body. Okay. This is also a recipe for disaster. So I'm not saying to you right now to just eat more Like you can't just eat more, eat more, eat more, eat more without also moving your body, okay? So so please don't misunderstand me. But if you are tired of the dieting cycle, like I was, then take some time to really assess what you're currently doing. Be really honest with yourself. Um, Are you eating too little and exercising too much? You know, or are you not exercising at all and eating too much, right? Because you could be on the other end of it too. Or are you eating too little and moving too little? Okay, so once you know where you're starting, then you can create a path to a better metabolism. So just remember this, your metabolism is always assessing and taking in your stress levels. This means what you're eating, whether it's too much or too little. If you're eating too much, it's not good for you. If you're eating too little, it's not good for you. Um, What exercise you're doing, you know, whether you're exercising too little or too much, again, 
they're extremes. Your body's going to notice, okay? Um, Your metabolism is also assessing your emotional stress, okay? It's assessing what your environment is like, you know, the people you're around, the stress you're around, the relationships, uh, how many toxins you have. Are you are you taking in too many toxins? Okay, whether you're breathing in pollution or um, smoking or drinking too much, you know, and also how much sleep you're getting. Your metabolism is trying to keep you alive. Okay, when you're under eating, it's going to slow down to preserve energy. Okay, your body won't trust you if you don't feed it. So it's important to find what works for you so that you aren't overtaxing your system for too long and dieting for your entire life is doing that, okay? I don't want to discourage you from exercising or from eating a healthy diet, but I do want to warn you that dieting over and over is not going to help you long-term and overall could be damaging not only your metabolism, but can be wreaking havoc on your hormones and possibly your thyroid. Okay. And of course I'm here to help you. And currently I don't have a lot of openings in my schedule for one-on-one clients, but if you are truly ready to stop this dieting cycle and try a new approach with patience and trust, I would love to talk with you to determine if we are a good fit to work together. Okay. If you're just wondering and you're not sure and you want to see what it's like, then send me a message either on Instagram or Facebook, or you can email me at rayannmullins at gmail.com. And let's set up a time for a consultation to see if there's something I can do to help you. You guys, thanks so much for being here. I hope that this episode has given you something to think about, and I look forward to having you back next week. Thank you for tuning into the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a single episode. And if you are looking for a crew of amazing women who are also seeking a balanced, fit, and free lifestyle, be sure to join my exclusive community on Facebook. The link is waiting for you in the show notes. Until next time, keep your thoughts positive and your coffee hot.